Welcome to Wannabe Clutter Free, formerly Wannabe Minimalist, the podcast for busy families who are tired of the chaos, fed up with being overwhelmed, and ready to enjoy life again. Each week, we talk about how to let go of the clutter so that you can focus on the things that actually matter. And it's not just physical clutter. We talk about the mental and emotional stuff too, because if it's holding you back, it's time to ditch it. I share what I've done in my own life to declutter, organize, and calm the chaos, but you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's practical, doable, and simple for those of us that want to be clutter-free. You know how life doesn't stick to a schedule? Well, why should your paycheck? That's where Earn In comes in. It's an app that lets you access the money you've earned right when you need it, not just on payday. Imagine this, your dog suddenly needs a vet or your kid has a little accident and needs a dentist, ASAP. We've been there and waiting for your payday in those situations just doesn't make sense and it adds unnecessary stress. With Earn In, you can pull up to $100 per day or up to $750 each pay period directly from your earnings without the crazy fees or interest rates. It's super simple. Download the Earn In app, verify your paycheck, and get access to your earnings as you earn them. You decide what to tip, and whatever you use gets settled on your next payday. More than 3.5 million users are finding relief and a sense of security with Earn In, calling it a lifeline for financial stability. That peace of mind, it's priceless, and it could be yours. Ready to give it a try? Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Clutter under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help out the show. That's Clutter under Podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. This is the Wannabe Minimalist Show with Deanna Yates, episode number 25. On today's episode, we're exploring innovative ways to redecorate your home with everyday items. It's all about using what you already have on hand when stores are closed, money is tight, or you just aren't comfortable leaving your house yet. Hey there, wannabe minimalist friends. Welcome back to the show. As always, I'm your host, Deanna Yates. In today's episode, we are looking at creative ways you can use everyday items that you already have at home to either decorate or redecorate without needing to go shopping or spend much money. I don't know about you, but the current situation with the coronavirus really has cut down on my shopping. Of course, most of the retail stores near me, now I live in Southern California, are closed, so you know that's a given that I'm not going out shopping. But I've also cut down on my online shopping. Part of this is out of concern for my family, and part of it is out of concern for the people that are actually delivering those packages. And just a little secret between you and me, I was never a big online shopper anyway. Browser, yes. Shopper, mm, not really. But that's left us making do with a lot of things. And with extra time on our hands and a first grader to teach and occupy all day, every day, we've needed a few projects to keep us busy anyway. Now, one of these projects was updating the decor in our home, adding art to our walls and organizing while on lockdown. Now, the problem was I couldn't just pop out to the store to pick up a bin for organization, print off some artwork, or get a bunch of craft supplies. So we've had to get creative with what we have on hand, and I wanted to help you do the same. Now, a lot of these tips I've incorporated into my home, own home, so you'll see pictures of what we've done. 
It has been so fulfilling to get back to my crafty roots. Now, here's a little backstory. We used to make a lot of our own furniture. We've made desks, a dining table, a coffee table, a bench, and even a couch that converted into a bed. I used to make a lot of things for my daughter, like a DIY reading canopy and different things for her room. Now, in a previous home we owned, my husband and I gutted the kitchen, made new base cabinets, and rearranged the floor plan. But over the last few years, I've gotten away from my DIY roots. It was so fun to have some crafty time again over the last few weeks and tap into that energy. I didn't realize how much I had missed it. So you're going to be seeing more of these home projects on the blog, and if that interests you, please be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out. Okay, let's get back to today's topic and discuss how you can redecorate your home with things you already own and not spend any money. First, I want you to start by setting your intention. Now, with any and every new project, I like to start with the end in mind. Because if we don't know where we're going, we're not going to know when we get there. So once you know what room you want to work in and redecorate, take a few minutes and think about the activities that will take place there. Another way to look at this is to decide what you want to feel when you're in this room. List your top three emotions or words that come to mind, you know, that you want to think about when you're in this room or things that you want to feel. For example, the emotions you want to invoke in your master bedroom may be relaxing, sexy, and peaceful. The emotions you want to describe your kitchen might be gather, fun, nourish. So do this for any room that you want to do a makeover on, okay? I promise it really helps with all of the next steps. So step number one, set your intention. Second, I want you to declutter. Now what kind of wannabe minimalist would I be if I didn't ask you to declutter your unnecessary things when redecorating? not a very good one. But honestly, look back at the intention that you set for the space. Look at that room that you're organizing and evaluate all of the items that you've put there. Now, if something in that room doesn't fit with the intention or the purpose of the room, is there somewhere else that you can put it? Is there a room it does work in? Is there a room it does make sense for? Remember back to my last show with Jenna. It is super important to give everything a home. And if you don't, you'll just continue to move that clutter from one space to another. If you love it enough, you will be able to find a home for it. And that is how she just started her decluttering journey was finding a home for everything she had. Okay, so now that we've decluttered the unnecessary, let's keep moving forward. The next step is to start with a blank canvas, as blank of a canvas as possible. Now, this is going to be easier for some of you than others, so just modify it to what works with your space. If you can, remove as much furniture and as many things that you can from the area. So in my home, let's use an example from my life over the last couple weeks, we moved my husband's desk up to our bedroom. All right, trust me, this is not something that is part of our three emotions that I want to invoke in my bedroom. There is absolutely nothing sexy about having a workspace in your bedroom, but desperate times call for desperate measures, so we are rolling with the punches. But let me also just take a second to remind everyone listening that life is a series of compromises and best-that-you-can-do moments. Rarely is life the glossy magazine spread that you're picturing in your head. 
So make sure that you set your expectations accordingly and don't get too upset if something is not picture perfect, okay? Is it better than it was before? Then fantastic. All right, my PSA is over. Let's move back. But by moving his desk upstairs, we opened an entire room in our house. You guys, an entire room. It's been fantastic. It's allowed us to move our entertainment slash living room, and it has made the TV less accessible. So it's no longer within view from the dining table or the kitchen. Sadly, I will be honest and say that eating and watching TV started to become a bad habit for us, and we got into watching shows when we were finishing dinner. And this has been so amazing for us to get that TV away from our dining table. So I highly recommend it if you have that opportunity. Please go for it. It gave us more space for our dining table, which will be super nice in the future when we are able to invite friends over. And it'll be a really great entertaining space for us. Now, in the room, we also have an old rug that was from my daughter's um, room when she was a child. I was looking to sell it. Um, but I haven't, and now nobody's buying anything, and I have nowhere to donate anything. So now I have a twinkle, twinkle little star rug in my living room, but you know what? It works for us right now. So again, better and done is better than perfect, and I'm going with it, and I'm embracing it, and I'm loving it. We moved the desk, we've set up a new living room, entertainment room, which has been so nice for our family. Our dining room has more space, and it's just been really great getting those rooms kind of more purposeful and giving us more room to run around. You know, we can run around in our house more. We can exercise more in our house. And it's been fantastic for the time and the season that we're in. So if there's a way that you can do that, where you can move one piece of furniture and open up more space or clear out some furniture that you no longer need, please do that. It will go very far. And if you're redecorating a wall, remove all of the items from it so that you can look at the space with fresh eyes. So when I was redecorating that room, I put the furniture pieces in place first, the bigger furniture pieces, and then I was able to know where I could put my artwork. It made decorating those walls much easier. And I had to redecorate those walls because instead of a dining table on one side, I now have a little seating area, reading area. And then on the other side, that used to be our entertainment area, so I had no art on the walls. I now have my dining table, and so now I have art on those walls. But we'll talk about that in a second. And if you have a hard time arranging your furniture, which I know can be a challenge for a lot of people, I will link to a really great article that I found on mydomain.com. It shows different ways to lay out an open floor plan. And I know it can be hard to resist putting all your furniture up against the walls, but it's Amazing how much cozier a space really can feel when you have dedicated spaces and seating areas and things like that. So check that out. It'll be in the show notes um, so you can see different floor plan ideas. So with your room rearranged for your new intention, it's time to work on those finishing touches. When you're looking for different decor ideas, different pillows, different artwork, different accessories, I want you to shop your home and your storage. What special things do you have hidden in a box waiting for that special occasion or the right place to be or that I don't know what you're waiting for? Now is the time to get it out. You want to put those things that you think are special in sight, you know, your line of sight. You want to be able to look at those things. They will make you happy and feel better 
when you have them in your home. So please don't tuck these things away for a special day. Please get them out and use them. And this is the perfect opportunity to do so. I want you to group like items together and display them for a larger impact. We've done that with a few smaller art pieces that we found, um, and I'll talk about them in a minute, with our first um, international trip. And it does. It helps bring that little um, vignette together. This podcast is supported by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. We've been using Active Skin Repair for a few months now, and I am seriously impressed. They use a molecule called hypochlorous acid, which is pretty much a superhero in skincare. It mimics your body's own immune response, helping to cleanse, soothe, and reduce inflammation to support the natural healing process. And let me tell you, it works for more than just scraped knees. Whether it's sunburns, rashes, or even more persistent issues like eczema or acne, Active Skin Repair has got you covered. The best part? It's totally safe and non-toxic. That means it's gentle enough for every skin type, from the little ones to grandma and everyone in between, making it the go-to for everyone in the family. I scraped my knuckle the other day while doing laundry, and my first thought was to grab the Active Skin Repair because one, it doesn't sting like other products, and two, I knew it would help me heal faster. So if you're looking for a natural, effective way to handle boo-boos, check out Active Skin Repair. And because you're a listener, you can get 20% off your order. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and to get 20% off your order, use code CLUTTERFREE. Again, that's ActiveSkinRepair.com and use code CLUTTERFREE to get 20% off your order. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a No Guilt Mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model. So that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt-free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Get Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. So walk around your home and see if there are pieces that would work better elsewhere. If you are rearranging your living room, is there a certain color palette you want to go with? Well, go around your house and find everything that's in that same color and put them all together and it will really change that space. You know, think about throw pillows, blankets. Is there something in your bedroom that would work better in your living room or vice versa? Now, I want to tell you about something we did that was really out of the box, but has been fantastic in our bedroom. I really wanted tall mirrors next to our bed. Um, Our bedrooms in our home are actually a little bit bigger than we had been used to in the past. And so just having a queen bed with, I mean, granted, we have a decent sized headboard, um, fabric headboard, but it just didn't take up enough space on the wall. So I really wanted to put up some artwork or some full length mirrors to get some more light reflecting in the room. But I didn't want to spend the money because full length mirrors can be pricey. So I had a fantastic idea. Our closet doors were glass, um, or not glass, they were mirrors. So we had two full-length sliding mirror closet doors. 
And so I took those off. My husband and I had been struggling to get in and out of our closet at the same time and get what we needed. So now it's it works twofold. I remove the doors, I put them on each side of the bed, and it looks fantastic. I love the look, and we no longer struggle to get our things out of our closet. It's been amazing, and it's totally out of the box, not something I would have thought of before, but as I just looked around my home and tried to think of things to use in a creative way, this was a fantastic solution. So what are things that you can do in your home and use them in a different way? Maybe they're not something that you would have thought of in the past, but just take a minute and brainstorm and write all your ideas down. Don't throw anything out. And then you can kind of edit the process as you go. And a gentle reminder, I only want you to put back the items that you love, that bring you joy, or that are useful. Please do not put anything back in your home that makes you feel guilty or that you don't like or, you know, you're keeping it just in case. All right? The next tip I have for you when you are looking for accessories is to think outside the frame. On the wall in our living room, where our new seating arrangement is, I have included things like a maraca from our wedding in Mexico. I hung it on the wall with command strips. It's not in a frame. It's not in a shadow box. It's just on the wall. I've hung a wooden mask and a canvas painting that we purchased from our first international trip to Guatemala. And then we have a gift that we received from a friend that's um, from El Salvador. And so it's kind of like this little Latin American (laughs) tribute on our wall from our many travels. And I love it. These items hold so much meaning for us. And they're a great reminder of those adventures that we've already had and the many more that we will have again. So are there items like this that you have in your home that you can take from either times you've traveled or different periods in your life that you can put on the wall that make you happy? Group them together and it really will make an impact, even if they're small items. The next tip I want to talk about is elevating arts and crafts time. So remember how I was saying that I really got to flex my crafty muscles over the last couple weeks? Decorating your walls can be a very creative time for you. And I was really missing that. And this was the perfect opportunity to try some things out. So I want to do a little quick story here. When we had been in Germany, there was an art piece at a friend's house that just stuck with me. I mean, a year later, I'm still thinking about it. Now, the funny thing is, it was just a pair of tiny jeans that their boy wore when he was a toddler. You know, Eleanor had this adorable um, pair of pink jeans that I always thought I would have them professionally framed after I saw this idea. But as I was looking through all the stuff in our house, I found something even better. It was the very first outfit we purchased shortly after finding out we were pregnant. It was on our first trip to Europe together, and I had actually taken the pregnancy test the night before we left. And of course, we had no idea if we were having a boy or a girl. We were only about seven weeks pregnant at this point. Um, But we ducked into a French baby shop on Champs-Élysées, and we bought this adorable little onesie and hat. And it now hangs in my living room and I smile every time I see it. It just, oh my gosh, I love it so much. And I literally double stick taped it to the back of a poster, you guys. It is not something that was super crazy to do. I laid it out on the poster how I wanted it to look. I picked up little pieces of it at a time, put on double stick tape and stuck it back on the poster board. 
I put it in a frame, hung it up, and it has been going well for about two weeks now. So I feel pretty comfortable with it staying as it is. Another art project I completed was hand lettering a quote on the back of some other posters. So this wall previously had three hastily purchased IKEA posters. We had some friends that were coming over. I didn't get a chance to print any of our own pictures out. Newsflash, we still haven't. But now I repurposed those posters by turning them over and creating my own art. The first one I used for her onesie that is hanging on the wall. And the other two, I took a quote and I split it in two. And the quote on the first poster, well, I'll tell you where I split it in a minute. But the quote says, don't take refuge in the false security of consensus. And it hangs over our dining table. I did don't take refuge in the on the first canvas and then false security of consensus on the second canvas. And I absolutely love having this quote here because it's a good reminder to make your own decisions. After thinking about an idea for yourself, come to your own conclusions. And honestly, at the dinner table, this is now where we have our deeper family discussions. It's where I, you know, as we get out into the world again, we will recap and connect after our long, busy days. And I want my daughter to have this sense of relying on her own intuition and her own internal strengths and the ideas that we as a family value. And I just love this quote so much. And my husband loves this quote. And so it's so nice to have over our dining table. And I feel it will spark a lot of conversations in the future. Another way you can redecorate with accessories in your home is to use containers in a new way. Now, you can't just hop out to Target. Well, I guess you can, but I don't want to go shopping at Target right now. And I don't want to go to these big box stores. And I want to support these smaller retailers, but none of them are open yet. So I don't want to just pop out and get something. I want to be resourceful right now. And Honestly, cereal boxes are fantastic. They are great drawer dividers and organizers. I'll show you some pictures of that. Cans can be used as pencil holders or craft supply sorters. Cardboard can be used in so many different ways. We've made giant forts. We've had fun using them as canvases for art time. I mean, they can be anything. We've made swords out of them, shields out of them. Honestly, cardboard boxes really are fantastic. And I have a ton from moving that we were holding on to for my sister, but never got a chance to get them up to her. So sorry, sis, they've now become craft supplies. <laughs> so that's how you can use cardboard boxes. I have a space in my kitchen right now where I'm basically holding on to any empty container that we have so that we can look at different ways to reuse anything and everything. I've turned glass jars from salsa or pasta sauce into to leftover containers, you know, for food, or I've used them for vases, for regrowing veggies. Um, we right now have green onions and celery, and the celery doesn't really regrow unless you put it in the ground, but it actually looks really pretty on my table. Um, but the green onions, it's fantastic. I don't have to buy any more. They're fresh, crisp. I just snip off a little bit, and I use them in our recipes. Old coffee cans can actually be turned into drums, they can be a basket to catch tossed balls in a made-up game, or they can be turned into old-school walkie-talkies. We've had bowling in our house with empty half-gallon milk cartons, and I've seen a really cool idea online for turning these waterproof containers into mini herb gardens. So um, if I can find that, I'll put the link in the show notes, um, and maybe it'll be a DIY that we do in the future. 
And the point here is just have a little creativity and look at our items in new ways. You know, we'll find that we have a lot of the resources that we already need at our disposal. So these were just some of the ways that we are redecorating our home with things that we have on hand. So I redecorated our bedroom with um, the mirrors from our closet doors. I have totally rearranged some of the rooms in our home and I've created some really cool wall art um, with things we've had around the house. We have uh, plant life now just from veggies that we've cut down and they're regrowing in water. I don't even have them in soil, you guys. They're just in water. And, um, you know, it's been really nice having my daughter help with some of these projects. So if you are interested in seeing any of these pictures, please check out the show notes. But right now, I want to get on how, get back to how I can help you. I want you to hop on over to my free wannabe minimalist group on Facebook. Please introduce yourself and let me know if there's a creative project I can help with. Are you trying to create something and not sure you have the regular household items to make it happen? Do you have a tricky space you want to rearrange? Let us know so that we can help you as a community. The group is completely free and you can find us by searching on Facebook for Wannabe Minimalist or by clicking on the link in the show notes. Be sure to join us later this week for my second guest podcast. This time we will be discussing decluttering with kids. You will not want to miss it. I promise. See you then. If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. With sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends, at Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast.